I saw a guy, a friend of mine, he shot this incredible video. And, you know, on the video, he talks people through their coaching program, through what they're doing. And it's, he's a nice looking man. He is great on camera. He's very articulate. And this video was shot to go on the homepage of his website. And the first thing he does at the end of the video, kind of when he's closing, is he says, hey, if you want to know more about us and connect with us, then see all of our social media links below and then go follow us. And I'm thinking, whoa, no, 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 no. Like people are now at your home base. Like they found you. Like if they want to connect with you, click right here and contact me and either email me or text me like right there in the moment or fill out a form and let's get on a Zoom call or a strategy session or something. Like let's well, go farther. And he's sending people away from the home he owns to space that he doesn't even rent. It, it, it would kind of be the equivalent of like having people over to our house for dinner and right as they walk in, we're about to sit down and serve the meal. We say, okay, all the food's over at the neighbor's house. Like, we're here to get to know each other. But, like, go over there to something we don't even know. We don't even know what they're cooking. Hey, friends. You're just taking a break from the podcast to let you know about a free download we have for you. The link is down below in the show notes. It is the 11 mind shifts that really you need to make to shift in the new information and influencer economy. That's what you're involved in right now. I don't know about you, but when I was starting this, I really didn't know how to go about things. And maybe you've done what I've done. You think, you know what? Seems like I learned everything the hard way. So these are 11 lessons that we learned goodness over the course of about seven or eight years of uh, honestly some victories and then really transparently some mistakes that were made in the publishing industry and so all of that has really shifted and as we say many times you don't need the permission of someone to publish your idea or to release your message to the world what you really need is just a simple process a step-by-step framework that works for you that other people have used the 11 mind shifts really is the startup of that and so you're going to learn how to use different processes you're going to learn how to share your message you're going to learn hey where's the money actually come from uh, whether you're motivated by the income or not it honestly takes money to amplify your message and so we'll talk about the place of a publisher the place of do it yourself all of that information is in a free PDF download. Just click the link in the show notes below uh, at www.amplifyonline.info slash 11. I'll repeat it, amplifyonline.info slash 11, and you'll have instant access to the 11 mind shifts. That is amplifyonline.info slash the number 11. Hey friends, it's Andy. I'm here at my kitchen table with my wife, Beth. And, you know, I was just thinking about something. We are now in episode number three of the new Amplify podcast. And honestly, when we began two episodes ago, we were kind of not going to head in a different direction, but you just kind of think, oh, hey, we, I thought we might be in a different place by this episode in terms of just really the outline of content that we have. And I really think that that is probably a message for you is that you have this heart message that's inside of you somewhere and it's going to come out. But sometimes, honestly, it doesn't come out exactly like you planned it generally. Here's, here's what I tell people all the time is it generally comes out. If you keep working on it, it comes out better than anticipated. In fact, in the Amplify book, we say this messages aren't so much 
uh, written as they are aggregated, assembled, reassembled, adjusted, and then amplified. What I mean by that is this, like an aggregate is just a collection of stuff. It's like you just bring it all together. You accumulate it like Legos and then you assemble like, like your kids do Legos. You reassemble like the Legos. You take it apart. You pull it back together. I mean, I used to do this for hours when I was a kid. You might have as well. You might watch your kids do that. You finally get like the perfect version of it. And generally, it looks nothing like what you first envisioned. Most often, it's, it's not a poor substitute. It's actually better because something's happened in that refining process where you've learned, you've adjusted, you've gained more insights, more clarity. And so, you know, honestly, the first week we were coming out here with this podcast, we thought, oh, yeah, okay, we're going to begin with the first part of the framework. That's the message. And here we are on three. Uh, I think so far we've given you in episode one a little bit of just kind of the history, the background uh, about all of this. Uh, episode number two, we really talked a little bit about refining your message and how you know, you may not be the first one to declare it. You're probably not going to be. What you bring is unique insight, wisdom, and perspective. And here we are in the third episode. And I really want to talk more today about, hey, here's where we probably would have started off in the beginning. Uh, so that's a word for you too, is when you start declaring this message, at some point you got to dump the Legos out of the box. You got to start building, adjusting, reworking it refining it all right that's a long intro what do you think i'm sitting here thinking you know are you daydreaming or listening are you in it or i'm in it to win it um no i'm thinking about our boys and how you know we didn't know each other when our boys were at the heart of doing legos yeah but we tell stories and we hear and there's legos all over the house of i mean there's a shelf of lego creations right there yeah (laughs) and then you know you have isaac who Oh my goodness, the way he would do Legos. We could do a whole podcast on the different personalities and the way they put Legos together. But I'm just sitting here thinking about the way messages come together, um, which is completely different from the Lego thing, but I'm jumping around a little bit. But not radically different. Yeah, not... Well, I, I was just thinking, like, you... Your message usually helps someone. This is something that you talk about in Amplify that eventually we'll get around to that. But it it helps someone solve a problem. Right. And usually you get to the simple version of how to do something very difficult that other people might find difficult um, by having something that just like totally disrupts your life or dislocates your heart. And it's something that you have to work through. And that's something that when I first met you and I was, you know, kind of trying to get to know you, um, you made it very easy because I could go back and I could listen to a lot of your story on your old podcast. Um, it made, you know, the knowing each other a little bit imbalanced because I felt like I knew all of this stuff about you that you had written about. And, um, you know, you didn't have the luxury of that with me, but the point is it kind of, I would love to hear what you have to say about the things like your writing process and your message came through some really difficult things in your life. And so you write about working through that. Sometimes you, you amplifies another example. It doesn't always have to be like emotional um, dislocation, but 
Amplify came to be because you decided to write down the solutions that you had to the issues. It's that, still solving a problem. That, yeah. yeah, that the, normal people that are in this, that have them, you know. It, so the problem is not always a negative. It's, yeah. Yeah, so I think that there's a lot of messages out there that need to be heard that are a direct result of something that has dislocated someone's heart. Um, and they've learned absolutely the hard way how to simplify and find a solution to something that's otherwise very difficult for someone that's in it. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, okay, so break, <laughs> yeah, break that apart a I couple kind of ways. Pro- a process. These aren't really planned. We need that disclaimer. We don't sit and plan these podcasts. It's just like an exchange, so you really never know what you're going to hear. You get what you get. You don't pitch a fit. Yeah, so... But that's also the beauty because I think a lot of things come up that otherwise would not come up if we were trying to plan. But well, part of the okay, so part of the problem with defining the problem that you solve is we often think of problems as negative only. So meaning the problem is something inherent that's an emotional drain or it's a physical pain point. It's not always that. It's like you said, it's a dislocation, like something's not quite working right. So I'll give you an example. All of the stuff that I've written about emotional health, soul wholeness, for instance, that is solving a problem of I keep reliving the present in light of the past. So triggers, post-traumatic stress, or I'm struggling with guilt and shame, moral injury, survivor's guilt, or I've got an addiction. I've got my heart attached, a soul tie to something bad or even attached to something good in an unhealthy way. And that really affects my ability to move forward. So generally right there, you're solving something that's a negative. Um, on the book, Life Lift, all those resources, well, that's helping people find their purpose. Th- that's not necessarily like what you'd perceive as like a negative, like in, in, in the bad sense. It's more, you know, like, oh goodness, people are on this planet to make a difference. What do they do? So you help step them through that. Uh, some of the other resources, like the advanced resources, really help guys, particularly, but it'll work for anyone, manage the grind of everyday life. You've got so many things going on. How do you prioritize them and then live out and move forward advance with intention rather than living by default? It really helps you design the life that you want and then step through that. So amplify, you come to that. The problem is you've got a message. How do we share it? And what I would say to people is when you're writing the message and solving those problems, you don't necessarily have to have arrived yet. In fact, some of the most powerful things are the messages that you write in the trenches. Now, for sure, you don't want to declare those from a place of unhealing or a space of unhealth, which is very easy to do if you're solving a negative. You're helping people overcome relational hurts or something of that nature. But if you're solving a problem, it doesn't have to be that you've already arrived as an expert. Again, some of the best things are are the stuff where people have been, to use your term, dislocated from, from the optimal potential. They walk through it and then they help others. Hey, here here's where I went and here's, here's how I did. And here's the step. Oh, I went that way. That didn't work. Oh, hey, I, I tried this. That, that worked a little bit better. Oh, but hey, here's the sweet spot. And why don't you, why don't you journey with me? Okay. Like, okay. Yeah, here, let's come on. Let's do this together. And so when you start talking about solving a problem or stepping into a potential that I really think you just got to expand and think bigger. 
Hey again, here at the kitchen table. One of the big questions I get a lot is the technology. How tech savvy do you have to be? And many people assume that they don't have the knowledge or skill set to do the technology that's required to amplify your message. Here's the deal. The way people interact with websites has radically changed, but the technology itself has changed more in your favor. Back when I began, we had to band-aid six, seven, sometimes eight or ten different platforms together, and when one broke, it was like a domino chain reaction. They all fell apart. Now, everything I do is all under one platform, all under one roof. It's Kajabi. So if you've ever seen a website that I put together, it was on Kajabi. If you've received an email from me, sent that through Kajabi. If you've made a purchase and then you've logged into uh, your online library to see a video or a course or even a podcast like this one or even heard an audiobook, all of that featured in Kajabi. Kajabi means to take flight. And what they'll do is really provide you the resources and the tools to help your message take flight and get it out there. Here's the great news. We have a link down below to all of our tools and where you can take advantage of a free trial in Kajabi. We'll provide you some free training. You can make an offer very quickly and begin selling that. And before you even need to pay anything, um, for that platform, you could be actually in the green, earning your money. I tell you this too, a lot of people go, well, it's got to be really expensive. No, no, no. I pay less than 15 to 20% per month to run this than I was paying to pull everything else together. That's all on Kajabi. Take advantage of the link below and uh, we'll help navigate you through the process of amplifying your message on Kajabi. When you start talking about solving a problem or stepping into a potential, that I really think you just got to expand and think bigger. Does that make sense? Yeah, and that that made me think of two two things. One, I wrote a piece that I haven't told you about that was like I think there were seven different ways to know when you've healed enough to do a reel, and I know that I, I liked it because it rhymed. Um, there are some things to think about. I think in delivering your message, being a good steward of your message, um, that we could, you know, help add value to someone just to know when they're ready. Like you don't have to be completely arrived like you, like you said, but there are some attributes that need to happen before you get on there and just, you know, speak your, your truth before you've healed from right. whatever that dislocation is. And then there's, you know, that lead, the reason that I kind of stayed there for a little bit is because I think Amplify, one of the target markets for Amplify are people who are influencers who have stumbled upon these great big followings just by sharing their testimony, their story, their health journey, um, their blended family journey, whatever it is. And they've got these huge followings on social media um, and they've just, they've done it with some intention, but they, they're just there meaning that's the only place that all of their content right. sits. And I think that one of the things that Amplify does really, really well is to help you understand why you want a home base, like a website home base, so that you keep your message and you don't have it sitting somewhere that could honestly be taken away from you in a, in a millisecond and then everything that you right. work toward. And so those are two 
two things. One, I think as soon as I get that piece written, you can put it down in the show notes. And then um, the social media, will you talk a little bit about how that fits in? I don't know if that really goes with what we're talking about today, but it seems important. Well, it does now. <laughs> I mean, it goes. Well, it does go with the message because, you know, so many people I see, that they mistakenly... Well, let me say it like this. You know, I, I saw a guy, a friend of mine, he shot this incredible video. And, you know, on the video, he talks people through their coaching program, through what they're doing. And it's, he's a nice looking man. He is great on camera. He's very articulate. And this video was shot to go on the homepage of his website. And the first thing he does at the end of the video, kind of when he's closing, is he says, hey, if you want to know more about us and connect with us, then see all of our social media links below and then go follow us. And I'm thinking, whoa, no, 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 no. Like, people are now at your home base. Like, they found you. Like, they want to connect with you. Click right here and contact me and either email me or text me, like, right there in the moment. Or fill out a form and let's get on a Zoom call or a strategy session or something. Like, let's go farther. And he's sending people away from the home he owns to space that he doesn't even rent. It, It would kind of be the equivalent of, like, having people over to our house for dinner and right as they walk in, we're about to sit down and serve the meal. We say, okay, all the food's over at the neighbor's house. Like, we're here to get to know each other. But we go over there to something we don't even know. We don't even know what they're cooking. Social media, it's a great tool, but it's great for sending people to your website. The, the best location you have is your website. 95% of your followers on social media never see your stuff. Email is open by 30% of the people you send it to. Texting is open by 98% of the people that you send it to. Social media can and will shut you down. You do have no recourse. Um, you know, people all the time will, you know, Facebook fact check or shut me down. I'm going to, yeah, what are you going to do? You're borrowing it. On social media, <laughs> you are the commodity. You know, you ask yourself, how else would they be billionaires? I mean, on all the platforms. By giving you something for free, it's because they sell you to advertisers. So the long-term game would be, hey, become an advertiser on social media and scale your message through ads, but don't build it there. Uh, you know, I, I told the story when we were shooting the film last week that for, for the Amplify course that uh, I, I was helping a pastor platform his message by using some old content that he had. And in, he had written a series of articles on authors that he thought you should read. And one of them was Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Who was, and I actually said this on the social media post, put the, put the blog post up. It was his, it was George's, not mine, his content. So I'm kind of building this out for him. And so I went on social media, posted it on his Facebook page, posted it to Instagram, several platforms and said, Dietrich Bonhoeffer was imprisoned for an assassination attempt on Adolf Hitler's life. And while he was in prison, he wrote this book and it's about discipleship. And he has some incredible reflections from when everything's been stripped away from him. And he's really reflecting on what does it mean to follow Christ? And so, and it was a profound article that George wrote about this, you know, stalwart of, of the faith historically. Well, a couple days later, fact checkers shut us down. And so I kind of reached out. I was trying to figure out why can't we post? Why? And it was hard to figure out why in the first place. But then they said that that was hate speech. And I, I couldn't figure it out because it, it was just very neutral. It was, no, the facts are, for the fact checker, the facts are he did attempt to assassinate Hitler. He was imprisoned 
while awaiting execution, which did happen, he was hung, while waiting that time, uh, he wrote these books and had some great reflections about the meaning of life and eternal perspective in those books. But I was still shut down. I've seen business people with their platforms when we were doing network marketing, home-based business, their platforms shut down. And again, social media platforms, they're all temporary. Think about what would have happened if you were building on Periscope, who was kind of the forerunner of live video. Or MySpace. Or MySpace. <laughs> I mean, Tom's the only guy still left on MySpace. It's just, you know, use social media Tom for what Karen. it's good for. Yeah. But you, you need to really build... I mean, we wouldn't go install a swimming pool at a house we were renting. We would install it at our home. We, we make fun of the fact, hey, this, this car's a rental. I'm not even going to wash it. But then it comes to building our ecosystem in the online space. We typically don't think in the same terms, and really people should. Not saying not to use social media to broadcast your message. Just saying make sure you know what it's good for and build on your home base. Yeah, so I... Can you tell me what part in Amplify Framework you talk about that target? Because I think that's important. And before you answer that question, um, I'm reminded of an Instagram post that went out by, um, it doesn't even matter who it was, um, you know, that, that gave information that really was not relevant for everyone under the sun. <laughs> so... It's so important to make sure that you're using social media for the for the right thing or the right way. Um, it's a paradigm shift, I think, for most people, especially if their um, following is on social media. You just automatically use that to communicate whatever it is. And one of the things that, while we were recording, that I really, really learned from a different perspective is why you want to communicate in certain ways. Um, with all the tools in your whole toolbox, um, you know, it, let me think of an example. Like if you needed to cancel an, an event that you had a hundred people coming to, or you needed to give a piece of information about that event, you're not necessarily going to go post that on social media. You're going to target that to the hundred people that need that information. Does that right. make, yeah. And so what part of the framework does that kind of, start making sense to someone that was going through the framework. Well, so if you were studying the informational websites, that's really where we start talking about not necessarily the technology of how to build a website. You can plug and play that. In fact, you, you know, there's a link below in the show notes where they can find out the tools we use that we suggest. But in the, not necessarily the tech side of the website, but, but really what your website should do and how it should function, we go through all of that. And then also, we talk oddly enough about social media in the section on email also. So websites and email fit together and people, a lot of times it's weird because anytime the online conversation happens about sharing your message, people automatically divert it to social media, even though people use email for everything else. So like we use email to pay the power bill. We use email to pay the mortgage. Our kids who are in college use email to register for school. Yeah. They're on TikTok and Snapchat and all that kind of stuff. But everybody is already using email and even text to some degree. So in that instance, you know, you've got a school that cancels one class at one evening rather than putting that on social media where 95% of their followers would not see it. They just wouldn't. And by the time most of the people who did see it saw it, it was irrelevant. 
I would have emailed a targeted email out to people by using tags and some of the other things to segment people who visit your site. You can give them a tag based on what they're interested in when they come into your house. Yeah, so I mean, I don't think that we're here to argue when to use what necessarily, but no, the, use it the all. whole mindset, um, or, or we're not here to argue if you need to post that thing, those things on social media. The point that I was trying to make is there are things in this framework that will totally shift an entire paradigm, and it may be a very minor shift, something as minor of when to post and where to post and why you're doing that or, you know, the use of tags or the collection of emails, whatever it is, but that one little thing that will be such a little minor adjustment that makes such a major impact. And I think that that is one value of this framework. And so I would love to link down in the show notes, um, that piece, because I think there's someone listening that that might that may be the missing piece of their puzzle that they need just to break through the invisible barrier that's that's there between their message and their target market at the moment. And I think as we continue to discuss things on this podcast, things are going to be talked about out of order, even though that there is a very um, organized order of this framework any one person may not need to go through the entire framework. They just may need one piece of it. And so I think we need to jump off. We still didn't get to those five things about your message. We'll do that in the next one. <laughs> we so. keep putting it. It's not like we don't know it, but we did kind of talk about some of those things in this, just not slightly. Hey, we'll get to them because it's still, I mean, the important okay. thing about your message, where do I post my message? Where do I share it? It all fits together. You know, and honestly, if somebody wants to go through this in order, they can just get the book. Just read the book. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. Hey, let's sign off. All so, right, see ya. We're not going to tell them what we're signing off from <laughs> and to and all of that. No, we're, look, take advantage of the 11 Mind Shifts. Download it absolutely free. It's in the show notes. Amplifyonline.info slash the number 11. We're here to help you monetize and multiply your message. You've got something to say. We're going to help you stick a megaphone on it and say it so people hear it. We'll see you in the next episode.